It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. Welcome to another exciting episode of Wrestling World. Because a lot has happened in the last few weeks. I recently moved. I moved to Virginia with my girlfriend and her daughter. And a lot has been happening in wrestling lately. And a lot that I've missed, actually. So I want to fill everybody in. On what's been going on. Um, like I said, I've recently moved to Virginia. That's why I haven't been podcasting in the last few weeks. The move was quite successful. I was I've been packed up and ready to go. Finally here. I'm relaxed, refreshed, and ready to start podcasting again. So I apologize for the delay in advance. It's not that I've been putting things off, it's just I've had a lot going on in the last few weeks. But now I am back. I've decided to move to Virginia because of the opportunity. Now I've missed a lot of wrestling and I have a lot to catch up on. But I've been reading the articles and highlights and everything. So... I haven't really missed as much as I thought I would. I thought I'd have to do a lot of catching up, but thankfully, it hasn't been all that bad. Thankfully, I've been keeping up with everything, so I'm not too far behind. Because I, I honestly, I thought that I would be weeks behind with wrestling and I would have never gotten caught up, but here I am. I've I've moved to Virginia. Well, you've already heard that, but um, decided to move, like I said, for the opportunity. I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but I'm from Pennsylvania, from Pittsburgh, my hometown, and. In Pennsylvania, if you want to make something of yourself, you have to go to the city. You have to reach out and really um, do something with yourself. But for me, I wanted a new scenery. I wanted a new start. So my girlfriend called me and said, you know, we have an extra room. Come on here to Virginia. You know. And we'll start a life together. So I moved in with her and her four-year-old daughter. And I couldn't be any happier, to be honest. Um, These two are the light of my life, and I'm very blessed to have them. They make everything worthwhile. So from now on, I will try to release as much content as possible around my daughter's schedule, her school schedule. She's just now started preschool and I will try to release content weekly as much as I can 
Um, like I said, I apologize for the delay, but I, I had to do what I had to do. I had to get moved, had to get settled before I could do anything else. My last episode pulled about 64 plays in a week, so that's great. And I've recently turned on sponsorships for Anchor, so hopefully now I will be getting paid to podcast. Which is something new for me because it's not something I've tried before. I've always wanted to, but I've always wanted to build a bigger fan base before I did it. I didn't want to start off getting paid right away. As you want to build your fan base and build a bigger audience. So... This is new to me. Apparently with this episode, I have to pull 50 plays for sponsorships to be unlocked. So, if you're listening, please share this episode. And I will be forever grateful because that is helping me out big time. Also, real quick, I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank you all for being patient. I know that I've been gone, but like I said, I haven't missed much. So, let's jump right into it. Okay, today's major topic. We're going to talk about Wyndham Rotunda. Um, Tonight is AEW. And it is in Rochester. And I believe that is the home of Brody Lee. They are doing a Brody Lee tribute episode tonight. So the question on everybody's mind is, will Wyndham Rotunda, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, will he show up? Will he debut tonight on AEW? For those and myself, I am hopeful. I am hopeful that he makes his return. Now, there is... A 90-day non-compete clause still in effect. But that does not mean that he can't make an appearance tonight and then sign later. Excuse me. A lot of people think that because Wyndham Rotunda is under the non-compete clause for 90 days that he can't make an appearance. And I don't necessarily believe that to be true. Yes, he is under the 90-day non-compete clause, but he could still make an appearance and sign later. We've seen superstars do this in the past. Make appearances for other companies and not sign. Just because they make an appearance doesn't mean they have to sign with the company. So, if Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda does appear tonight he could appear tonight and wait out that 90 days and then compete which would be great now there are people that say maybe it's too soon for Wyndham Rotunda to debut that maybe it would be better for him to wait out the 90 days and then compete but honestly in my opinion what better time than now in front of Rochester what better time than now because AEW is doing a Brody Lee tribute Bray Wyatt's former teammate and best friend Because many of you who may be a Bray Wyatt fan or a Brody Lee fan remember the Wyatt family when Brody Lee went under the ring name Luke Harper. So what better time than now is what I'm saying. Um, But according to what Dave Meltzer is saying, He believes that Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, will not appear tonight on AEW, that he he may sign with Impact Wrestling. 
I know a lot of you probably criticize Dave Meltzer. He's not the best journalist. I get it. A lot of what he says is not true. Some of what he says might be, but the majority of it is not. I, for one, I don't believe half the journalists. Um, again, these are all rumors. Nobody knows what's going to happen until the actual event takes place and we see for ourselves what happens. At the end of the day, guys, rumors are just rumors. Just because one journalist says it doesn't mean it's going to be true. And if we know Dave Meltzer like we know Dave Meltzer, anything can happen. Now, like I said, Dave Meltzer said that Bray Wyatt could sign with Impact Wrestling. And that's very that, that could very well be true. I'm not discrediting Dave Meltzer for saying that. Because Bray Wyatt and Impact Wrestling could have creative freedom. If they let him have the creative freedom. If they let him take his character in whatever version we see him in. If they let him do his thing in Impact Wrestling, it could very well work out for him. Much like we've seen it work out for Matt Hardy in the past with his broken Matt Hardy gimmick. And honestly, right now, this would benefit Impact Wrestling more because over the years, Impact Wrestling has been struggling. When you look at All Weight Wrestling, they have the stars. And yes, Impact Wrestling has stars, but to be honest, not very many names stand out. When you look at AEW, you see CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, and very many guys that stand out for AEW. Right now, Impact Wrestling is just benefiting from AEW with the cross-promotion. But how big would it be for Impact Wrestling to say, okay, yeah, AEW has many big stars, but we have Bray Wyatt, we have Wyndham Rotunda. So that would kind of put Impact Wrestling on the map a little bit. Because yes, Impact Wrestling is doing well, but that's only because of the cross-promotion. If there was no cross-promotion right now, I don't think many people would be talking about Impact Wrestling. Because even though they are getting attention now, the majority of the, the attention is on AEW. The majority of everything in pro wrestling is on AEW right now. Everybody is talking about AEW. Love them or hate them, they're, they're doing great. But Impact Wrestling, they would do great. They would be on the map if they had Bray Wyatt. And what a big slap in the face that would be for WWE. Because this is a man that WB has released on July 31st. This is a man in WWE that has accomplished so much for that company. So much with his Firefly Funhouse gimmick and the Fiend gimmick together. He was the highest merchandise seller. And WWE decided to let him go due to their budget cuts. But then we learned that, that Bray Wyatt had gotten some heat backstage at Vince McMahon or something. That they didn't see eye to eye on things. So it wasn't all due to budget cuts like many have said. But how big would it be for Impact Wrestling to say we have Bray Wyatt? And as I've mentioned before... If you look at what they've done with Matt Hardy and his broken gimmick, they've saved Matt Hardy's career. Well, not saved his career, but for once, 
people weren't talking about Jeff Hardy. People were talking about Matt Hardy, the other brother. I'm not saying Matt Hardy isn't good, but Jeff Hardy has always been the one that people um, um, enjoy more. We love them together, but individually, I, I, people, I, I think, lean towards Jeff Hardy. But when Matt Hardy did went to Impact Wrestling, invented this broken gimmick, it was the talk of pro wrestling at the time. Some people said it was silly. Some people enjoyed it. I, for one, myself, <coughs> excuse me, I, for one, myself, even thought the gimmick was silly. I didn't enjoy it at first, but then it grew on me. It grew on me and I enjoyed it. So imagine what Impact Wrestling could do for Bray Wyatt. Imagine what what AEW could do for Bray Wyatt. I mean, there there's so many possibilities for Bray Wyatt right now that it, it, it's so exciting to see what's going to happen. He is teasing something new. He is teasing a new gimmick of sorts. He has been active on social media. But what is going to happen? What version of Bray Wyatt will we see? Is the next question. Because we know that his Firefly Funhouse gimmick and his Fiend gimmick can't go to AEW. It can't go to Impact Wrestling. Because WWE owns the rights to that gimmick. So what version of Bray Wyatt will we see? What version of Wyndham Rotunda will we see? Honestly, whatever version we see of him, we know that it's going to be something unique. And if AEW or Impact Wrestling, whichever he signs with, if they give him that creative freedom, it's going to be magical. It's going to be something worth watching. Something that I would look forward to. Because it's Wyndham Rotunda. Because it's a man who gave everything for WE and, and they, they killed his character. Wyndham Rotunda puts everything in his gimmick. When he first debuted on WWE Monday Night Raw with the Eater of Worlds gimmick, the gimmick was great. He put everything into that character as well. At WB, they shot that down. And he was rebranded with the Firefly Funhouse and Fiend gimmick. Which, like I've said in, in the past before, this is something unique. This is something that we haven't seen since Mankind, Undertaker, or Kane. So, with that gimmick, it was a breath of fresh air. It was like, okay, Bray Wyatt is now revived. He has now um, created something new to potentially save his career and protect him from getting released. Because let's be honest, the way he was being booked, if he wasn't repackaged as the Fiend or the Funhouse character, he probably would have gotten released. Sooner rather than now. Sooner rather than July is what I should say, July 31st. He would have been released because they just weren't booking him well. And we've seen how quick they shot down his Eater of Worlds gimmick. But whatever version of Wonder Mutundo, like I said, we're, we're going to enjoy it. And AEW right now they are the talk of the town. Now a lot of people are saying that Tony Khan is signing too much talent. 
that there is the possibility, okay, that he doesn't debut tonight, that Wonder Rotunda doesn't debut tonight, and they save him for January. I believe the full gear pay-per-view for AEW is in January. So, if we don't see him in September, we will see him in January when his 90-day non-compete clause is up and he can compete full-time. I believe... I believe we are going to see something very soon. If not AEW, then Impact Wrestling. But there's something in the back of my mind that says... Maybe we won't see him tonight. Maybe he won't show up in Rochester like everybody is expecting. Because Wyndham Rotunda is somebody that thinks outside the box. He wants to keep you guessing. Whether it's in his promos or when he's active on social media, he wants to keep you guessing. When you look at Bray Wyatt's career in WWE, his whole career was like a riddle. He kept you guessing. What is he going to say? What is he going to do? It was like solving a mystery of some sorts. So, I kind of want to say that he won't show up tonight. And I could see why. One, he wants to keep the fans guessing. Two, he wants to wait for his 90-day non-compete clause to, to go up. Because yes, he can make that appearance, but he can't. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he can't do any in-ring action. Well, I know that's for sure, but um, he wouldn't be able to sign, sign to AEW or Impact. So maybe it would make more sense for him to show up in January. Because he wants to surprise everyone. And let's be honest, when things are expected nowadays, it kind of ruins it for everybody. And that's the problem with social media. Like CM Punk's return to, to pro wrestling, yeah, that was big. But imagine how much bigger it would have been if nothing had leaked. And that's the problem with social media. You know, they leak everything before it actually happens, so it ruins it. Yes, CM Punk did get a huge pop. But in pro wrestling, when things are expected, the pop is much bigger. And it's much more exciting. Same thing with Brian Danielson. When Brian Danielson debuted for AEW, we pretty much knew that was going to happen. There was no big secret from that. We knew. Same with Adam Cole. Well, Adam Cole, to me, it was kind of more of a surprise as he had just left NXT and signed with AEW. So I was a little more surprised when Adam Cole came to AEW as fast as he did, even though it was rumored that he would debut at some point. So back to what I was saying, knowing Wyndham Rotunda, the type of man he is, I feel like we are in for a surprise. If he debuts tonight, that's great. I will enjoy it. I will enjoy seeing him return. He is my favorite professional wrestler of all time. But if he does not debut tonight, I understand. I understand because that's just the type of person he is. He wants to surprise us all. He wants to keep us guessing. And I could understand Tony Khan's situation. He is signing so much talent. It would be so big for the start of the new year, January, to sign a big name like Bray Wyatt. To say, hey, we got 2022 kicked off right by signing one of the biggest names in professional wrestling. So if for some reason he does not debut tonight, it is understandable. So while I am hopeful that he debuts tonight because I, you know, I, I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan, 
I am also not getting my hopes up. And I won't be surprised if he does not debut. But we will see what happens. Um, I'm excited for what's, what's going to happen. There's a lot of things he can accomplish. A lot of talent in AEW he'd work well with. A lot of people have this theory now that Bray Wyatt could join the Dark Order. Whose former leader of the Dark Order was Brody Lee. Bray Wyatt's former partner and best friend. It wouldn't make sense. So there are many names in Impact, not Impact, AEW that he could work with. But there's also a rumor, another rumor swirling around in the media that Braun Strowman is signing with Impact. This has not happened yet, but Braun Strowman is someone else who has been teasing his return as of late. So if there's another reason for Bray Wyatt to sign with Impact Wrestling, this is it. This will be the reason he would sign with Impact, which would make sense. Then maybe they could form another Wyatt family if they can get Eric Rowan to be a part of Impact. There's so many possibilities for Wyndham Rotunda right now. And we just have to wait and see what happens. I'm excited for one, man. I'm so happy for Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt to return whenever he does, wherever he goes. Us Fireflies will follow. It's so good. It's also so good to see him so active on social media. Um, I know his release had to be hard. It it had it was shocking to all of us. It was a big letdown. If you remember when I did the episode about Bray Wyatt being released, I was very distraught in that episode. That's not an episode I wanted to do. And I apologize to anyone who had to hear that episode and hear how down I was, but this is a man who gave everything to a, comp to a company just to get slapped in the face in the end. And if you look at WWE and how bad they're struggling, it's, it's almost laughable. Because at one point when they had Bray Wyatt, they were probably, you know, they were, they were being talked about more positively than neg negatively now, but... Yes, they were being talked about for for a good reason because Bray Wyatt was their top merchandise seller. Everybody's talking about Bray Wyatt and the Fiend gimmick, good or bad. But now, when you look at WWE, they have backed themselves into a corner. They had the Extreme Rules pay per view that was a big dud, and now they they've it's like a sinking ship right now. When you look at that company. I, for one, did not watch the pay-per-view. I watched the highlights, and I saw, you know, the turnbuckle. Um, <laughs> I saw Finn Balor, you know, fall off the turnbuckle. The turnbuckle just completely came apart. So, like I said, it's, it's very laughable when you see where they were and where they are now. In my opinion, I feel sorry for Roman Reigns because he is carrying that company. And he is the only one carrying that company right now. Yes, we have Big E, but let's, let's be honest. Do we see Big E's title reign going anywhere? What, what will happen? Because knowing WWE and how they book things, and how Vince McMahon is with his talent... It won't be surprising when they take that title off of Big E so fast and they give it to somebody like maybe returning Goldberg or something. I, you know, I don't know. But it won't be that big of a surprise when that happens. 
you know, it's it's their own fault, guys. And if you're a WWE fan, then okay. You know, I've been a WWE fan my whole life. And to see what they've done with Raw and SmackDown at this point. To watch it when I was younger, to watch it now, is like, wow. I don't really think it's pro wrestling that has changed. I think this company has just changed so drastically that people can't get invested like they were. I used to say that, you know, WWE, they didn't need John Cena. But, honestly, maybe they do. Because when you look when they had Undertaker, when they had Cena, when they had The Rock, Stone Cold. And that company was thriving. Even when they just had Cena and Undertaker alone, that company was doing well. And yes, Cena and Taker are part-timers, but... They draw the ratings. At WWE, they brought Cena back for a few shows, but, you know, he's a big movie star now. He's he's done his time in WWE. He's doing other things. He's getting a little up there to, to be doing a full-time schedule, so it's understandable. But when, when I look back to... Saying that WWE didn't need John Cena. Maybe they do. Not every week. But once in a while. But right now that's just not possible. They have Roman Reigns but. He can only do so much for that company. And back to Bray Wyatt. You know they, they, they killed his character off. And gave it to Alexa Bliss. But now, as you've seen, Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss, excuse me, with this Lily gimmick, it's kind of a flop. People were so invested in Bray Wyatt and Alexa Bliss when they were together. But when he got released, they, they, they gave that gimmick to Alexa Bliss. And she had it for a little bit, then she started the Lily gimmick. And, you know, while some people may like this gimmick, I think it's goofy. I, I don't really understand how they go from, you know, Firefly Funhouse Alexa to doing this whole Lily Puppet thing. It doesn't really tie into the Firefly Funhouse gimmick. Um, there was no mention of the, of the Lily character during the Firefly Funhouse. I feel like... If they would have mentioned Lily during the Firefly Funhouse segments, then maybe it would have more meaning to it. It would make more sense um, than to just than to just branch out and have her do something that was never mentioned or it doesn't really tie into the, to her new gimmick. Um, Plus, it would kind of do Bray Wyatt a favor in a way. If 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 uh, excuse me, if Lily was mentioned during the Firefly Funhouse segments, it would it would just make more sense, and it it make us feel like hey, maybe they didn't forget about Bray Wyatt. Maybe there is hope, you know. But um. To me, the gimmick is just silly. Um, it, it worked with Bray Wyatt. But now I see more fans turning against um, Alexa Bliss. A lot of fans m might even blame her for, you know, Bray Wyatt's departure from WWE. But that's not her fault. That's... WWE and Vince McMahon seeing something that he can make money off of. And yes, while he was making money off of Bray Wyatt, 
for whatever reason, he just, he, he, he released Bray Wyatt. I mean, I, I get that, okay, he wasn't the, the greatest guy backstage or whatever in Vince McMahon's eyes, but the man is making you money. The man is bringing your company back to life, giving us something fresh that we haven't seen before. People were finally talking about pro wrestling and WWE again. And you kill that gimmick. And now you back yourself into a wall. And how do you get out of that situation? And, and you put everything into, you know, your Roman Reigns, your Brock Lesnar's, or your uh, whatever, to try to bring your company back. To revive it, but when you see horrible finishes like, you know, the Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns match, Extreme Rules, and you look at how bad that pay per view was, you see why WWE is failing. This is the direction they're going, and they don't learn from their mistakes. How does this benefit Roman Reigns in the end? It makes him look stupid. Doesn't benefit Finn Balor, especially his demon character now. Now that the top rope broke and that was an embarrassing finish. So it doesn't benefit him as the demon character, in my opinion. If they're going to book Finn Balor going forward, they need to forget about the demon this whole demon gimmick because now when the fans think about this demon gimmick when he goes to the top rope you know they're not going to take this serious you know when you mention demon Finn Balor you think of a, a cool unique character much like the fiend but now people are going to look at this gimmick like it's a joke because of what happened And now the only thing that could save WWE, in my opinion, is if they give Big E the push he deserves and, you know, um, they do something drastically. Now... I know a lot of people are talking about NXT 2.0. Um, I, for one, I do not care for the logo. And I have criticized it. I have said in the past that Vince McMahon is bearing NXT. Like I said, I may have struck a few nerves when I said that because I've had people messaging me saying, you know, that's not true. But... Like I said, give it time. I already see people complaining about it. I see people complaining about this new NXT rebrand. You, you got to think back to when they rebranded ECW. And I'm not comparing ECW to NXT. But when ECW was rebranded a while back, it didn't work. Because it wasn't the same. Triple H was in charge of NXT. And now Vince McMahon and Bruce Prichard are now in charge of NXT. And now there's a rebrand. It may be cool in the beginning, but it's going to tire out. Is what I'm saying. So if I struck any nerves when I said that Vince McMahon is bearing NXT, I'm sorry, but that's just the honest truth. It's going to happen. Because Vince McMahon is so stuck in his ways that nothing is going to change. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard for me to talk about WWE anymore. It's hard for me to talk about a company that I, that I grew up idolizing. 
that I once saw beating AEW. When AEW first came out, I thought, man, WWE, they have nothing to worry about. They have NXT, they have Bray Wyatt, they have Roman Reigns, they had talent. And I said, man, you know, WWE, they don't have anything to worry about. And now the tables have turned. And WWE has lost half their talent to AEW. And AEW is, is, is better booking. Now every storyline might not be the best, but man, when you look at their talent, how could you hate it? Hell, even Jim Cornette said about how good AEW has been, which is something you never hear from him. So, you know, Tony Khan, yes, he is signing a lot of talent. But if he could um, use that talent and book them properly in a three-hour show and end in Rampage, then go for it. Now, as I've said, I don't know what he's going to do with this talent. As he's signing so many. But if he could create new titles for superstars to compete for, split his brand up to Rampage and Dynamite, much like Raw and SmackDown is, have stars on Rampage, have stars on Dynamite, then he could pull it off. Because he's doing well now. You know, people are you know are saying much like myself are saying, you know, what is he gonna do if he signs more talent? You know, a lot of people are gonna get lost or not used. But I kinda see what Tony Khan is doing now. When you look back he signed guys like Matt Hardy, Christian, Big Show, Jericho. Those guys, and Sting, Sting's another one, those guys are being used to put this younger talent over. These older gentlemen that I've named do not have to be used every week. They are mostly in that role to put that talent over, to build those new stars, to get the eyes on them. So the more I think about it, the more it makes sense, you know. Hire the guys that get your talent over and then hire the big names to build that, to build your brand. And people may not like my opinion of what I'm saying, but it makes sense. And WWE, if they're smart, they would take a page out of AEW's book. Use your talent properly and maybe half your company won't jump ship I mean it, it I've been talking about AEW more lately than I have WWE because I for the last few weeks I haven't really been wanting to watch their program even when I have it on I don't really watch it um, and like I said, I, I've moved, so I have I have missed a lot of it. So it, I mean, they're trying to do things to get people invested. It's just just with that extreme rules pay per view, it's it, it's just not working. If I had advice for WWE right now, I'd say learn from your mistakes. And build your company back up. Do what you can. But learn from your mistakes is the biggest advice I can I can give because if you remember the Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt Hell in a Cell match, you know, Seth Rollins wasn't too happy and it was just reported that Seth Rollins was very frustrated after the match. But then they come back with the red light for, for Finn Balor much like they did The Fiend, which was very frustrating for the fans because they couldn't really see the match to begin with with the red light. It was very hard to see. And many many fans have complained about that red light. But but they had it, you know, in the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. So 
okay, there goes your, <laughs> there goes your fans, you know. I don't know if there's a, there were booze in the arena or not, but that's not a way to keep your fans invested. I mean, what do you, what do we say about WWE anymore? What are they going to do to keep us invested, to get us invested again? They have NXT, but NXT can't carry all that weight. And NXT will be buried soon. They have Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns is just one person. He alone is not going to boost ratings. Better storylines boost ratings. WWE's problem, they think that if they bring these celebrities in, they, if they bring the part-timers in, they will boost ratings, but that's not true. And I actually tweeted this, that better storylines boost ratings. Better booking boosts ratings, you know, and, and it's, it's a shame. Um, but what do we do, guys, you know? We're pro wrestling fans. At least we have something like AEW, and we're not stuck. We're not stuck watching WWE. At least we have the Ring of Honor. You know, um, like I said, at least they're trying. You know, at least, and that's that's. That's as much as I can say. I have seen that they are planting seeds to have Dominic Mysterio turn heel at some point against his father, Rey Mysterio, and have him wear a mask, much like his father did. Now, that, in my opinion, it could work. And it could, you know, be something that could work in the future. Um, sorry, I had a text message, but uh, this could be something that people can get invested in because Rey Mysterio never turned heel on WWE. Now, I believe he was a heel back in WCW, I believe. I'm not completely sure when he was unmasked. But I think having Dominic Mysterio as a heel I think would be cool. And it would be different because, you know, Rey Mysterio never turned heel. And this is a father-son rivalry that people are wanting to see. The people have been, you know, saying how cool would it be for, to see Mysterio versus Mysterio, father and son. So... It could work, but the thing is, Dominic Mysterio hasn't been around that long. Um, I haven't really seen much of him on the mic. You know, when you're a heel, you want to cut a good heel promo. He, Dominic Mysterio is good in the ring. I will give him that. But could he pull it off as a heel being so young and new to the business? I mean... That's a question on my mind because, yes, he is a Mysterio. I think he could pull it off. But could he? That's the thing. And if he does turn heel, I mean, they, they could be pulling their leg. I mean, I don't know. But if WWE wants to do something drastic and wants to you know, get people talking again. They would have Mysterio turn against, they would have Dominic turn against his father. And that would start a whole big feud. Which I think would be a good option, you know, 
for Vince McMahon to finally listen to the fans and give them what they want, Mysterio versus Mysterio. Because right now, WWE, they're not giving the fans what they want. When you look at AEW, they're giving the fans what they want. You know, and Tony Khan being a fan himself, being a fan of pro wrestling, he knows what fans want. Vince McMahon is more of a businessman. Vince McMahon is about the money. As I've said in my episode when I said that Vince McMahon is bearing NXT, I said Vince McMahon does not care about what the fans want. To where Tony Khan, obviously, he does. You know, he's a, he's a wrestling fan. He's not just a businessman. So, you know, I, I give all the credit to Tony Khan because... He's bringing pro wrestling back to life. And if there was no AEW, to be honest, I probably wouldn't be watching pro wrestling at the moment. And I myself was very critical of AEW in the beginning, but honestly, I'm pretty stoked with with how they've done things in the last few months. And knowing January is just around the corner, could they sign Bray Wyatt? You know, could they get Kevin Owens? You know, Kevin Steen. Could we see Jeff Hardy soon? Which is another possibility. You know, Jeff Hardy's booking in WWE isn't that great right now. I think he'd be a good fit for AEW. This is just this is just yet to come for AEW. And like I said in the beginning of my episode, if we don't see Wyndham Rotunda tonight, we will see him in January. Mark my words. Now honestly it would be kind of a letdown if he doesn't debut in Rochester on a Brody Lee tribute show, but it is understandable. As much as I would love to see it happen, guys, you know, I don't know. I don't know what will happen. We will have to see what happens tonight. It is 10.22 p.m. I have not watched um, the last few minutes of AEW. I wanted to do this episode real quick. If for some reason we do see Wyndham Rotunda debut, I will be doing another episode within the next couple of days talking about it. Best believe I will be doing another episode. Because this will be another uh, big news moment. And it will be another exciting episode. Of Wrestling World. (laughs) Um, So we will just have to see. Hopefully after this episode. I'll tune in. And I'll see some highlights. And hopefully we see Wyndham Rotunda debuting. I'm not getting my hopes up though. If it doesn't happen. January is just around the corner. And also another reason why. I could see Bray Wyatt holding off when the Rotunda holding off is because, you know, if he's doing a new version of himself, he wants to get, he wants to nail this character. Much like when he did the Fiend character, when he did the Funhouse character, he took all that time off. When you do these characters, you have to do it perfectly. Or else the fans, the audience, will not be invested into it as well. So there's all these factors that play into to that as well. I, for one, I do believe we'll see Bray Wyatt and AEW. But if for, for whatever reason he ends up in Impact Wrestling, I don't think that's a bad thing either because of the creative freedom. And how much that would benefit Impact. 
Now, I, I don't cover Impact. Most of you know that I, I don't because Impact, to me, just isn't watchable. Even with the cross-promotion, I just, I just don't see it watchable. I'd rather watch AEW, I'm sorry. But to me, it is just not a watchable company. Dixie Carter killed that company years ago. And now they couldn't even get a TV deal. But thanks to AEW, you know, they've not only, you know, are bettering themselves, but they've bettered impact. And they're helping each other. They are growing pro wrestling. They are growing, you know, their brand as well. But this is all because of Tony Khan and Tony Khan's brilliance. Because like I said, you know, we need fans in pro wrestling. We need writers who are fans that know the product well and that could give the fans what they want. And that's what Tony Khan is. Tony Khan is a wrestling fan. He's not a businessman. Like I said, WWE, they need to take a page out of Tony Khan's playbook. Tony Khan right now is like the New England Patriots. It's like Bill Belichick right now. I mean, that might not be a good example, but... You look at how many Super Bowls Tom Brady won with Bill Belichick, okay? WWE right now is the Cleveland Browns. Which I'm a Steelers fan, so I'm going to use this reference because I'm a diehard Steelers fan, you know? AEW is will always be a step ahead of WWE. They will always be one step ahead if WWE does not change what they are doing. WWE, they need to hire writers who know the product, who actually watch the product instead of hiring your Hollywood writers. Not saying that Vince McMahon and Bruce Richard aren't well writers, because Bruce Richard, I think, alone could do more than Vince McMahon could. But Vince McMahon oversees everything, pretty much. Before those writers can go through anything, they go through Vince McMahon. But, you know, I don't see things changing. I don't see that company changing for the good. I, I see it changing for worse. And at the rate they're going now, will we see a WWE in, in, in 2025? Will we see a WWE in 2023? You know, it's... That company is sinking. Bad. Much worse now than a few months ago. When they had your stars like Bray Wyatt. When they had Daniel Bryan. You know, Bryan Danielson now. When they had Adam Cole. But they've lost their talent. And can they come out of that corner that they backed themselves into? I, for one, I don't believe they can. But we'll see what happens, guys. Hopefully, we do get a Wyndham Rotunda debut soon. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad to be podcasting with you all. And engaging with my audience. I will be releasing this episode tonight. Right after um, I, I finish recording, I will be releasing this episode as soon as possible. First, I want to check the highlights of AEW of what I missed. I was going to do this after um, AEW had ended, but I was so eager to find out. To no, to, to, I was so eager to do a new episode because I haven't done it. I've been so busy with moving these last few weeks and getting everything together. So, like I said, I will try to do a new episode um, weekly. I will try to record episodes in advance. A few episodes, like I do have ideas for some new episodes. I want to talk about Ellen Hart. I want to talk about, you know, Chris Benoit. I want to talk about, um, you know, the Dark Side of the Ring series. 
my thoughts on that. Um, there's so much to talk about right now. But I am so eager to, to talk about tonight's event that I, I just wanted to do this real quick. And because I had to, I didn't want to, you know, uh, not talk about this. Because everybody's talking about it right now. It is the talk of pro wrestling right now. And it's something that everybody should be talking about. Something that everybody's anticipating right now. So, you know, this is exciting. Hopefully, you know, we will see one in Rotunda sooner than later. But like I said, wherever he ends up, us Fireflies will follow. But please tune in to AEW tonight if you've missed it. You know, record it. Watch the highlights. Tonight is the Brody Lee tribute episode. So please watch that. God bless Brody Lee and everything he's accomplished. It's going to be a great episode. But I will definitely tune in. And so should you. I want to thank you all for listening. I'm sorry for the delay. But I am back. I will be doing a new episode soon. Thank you guys. God bless. And good night.